like that we have both sides of it. We have the structure and the strategy earlier on in the week so that we know we can execute and not have to be working on the weekends. And then we have the feeler and the empathy that comes from you later in the week based on the responses that we're already getting. So it's just a really nice way to have the content always going for our clients. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. We're back with one of our favorite episodes of the month, our behind the scenes episode. There are so many moving parts in a small business. So we hope that letting you in on the things we're navigating is helpful as you navigate different decisions of your own. So this month, a big topic of conversation for us was each of our workloads and the sustainability of those. It was awesome to dive back into this still so early in business because all three of us are really committed to living out our values of balancing work and life outside of work. We've seen so many entrepreneurs burn out because they put so much into their business. And we've always felt that we want to move at a pace that lets us feel well, feel creative and be in alignment with our values. We'll be giving you a few examples so you can see exactly what we mean. And we thought we would start off with Instagram. So for those of you that have a social media side of your business, you likely know how time demanding content creation can be. We've established and then reestablished roles a few times when it comes to social media on our team. At first, we had Kat be in charge of it, but Kat had the least amount of experience with social media. Yes, I have worn many hats in business, but social media manager was never one of them. (laughs) The last company I worked at, we never used social media as a lead generation strategy. So it was all new to me. And it's a skill that I did want to learn. So I jumped in headfirst. Well, fast forward a few weeks when I realized, wow, this is a lot of work. For anyone who is just a consumer of social media, not a creator, when you start becoming a creator, it's a whole different ball game. And, you know, I was really good at pumping out captions. I love to write, but designing them was all new to me. Remembering to even respond to comments was new. And even how to analyze what makes a post successful was new to me. We reevaluated what are our zones of genius. And while it just made the most sense for Amy to take that over, especially from a strategy perspective, because Instagram, it's not just a landing place for our business. It's actually one of our main lead generation sources. Kat handed back off to me, but I have four Instagram accounts. So I was really clear with Kat and Abby, like, I do not have the capacity to do this alone. Keep in mind, like with Expecting and Empowered, we have a full-time employee dedicated to Instagram. So that's how big of a job it really can be. 
This month, we finally came up with a system that would work for all three of us. We dug into four to five themes that we know that we're going to post about and what types of posts that each of us will create. This has given us a lot of clarity. Yeah. And let's dive into this a bit more and how it looks for pursuing her purpose. So on Mondays, for instance, we're going to have a new reel come out and I'm the one in charge of making this. So just as Kat said, we're playing to our strengths. And one thing that I struggle with is ideas. So it's really helpful to be able to brainstorm with Amy. And then I have a clear list of what I'm in charge of creating. And I know we've brought up the idea of batching before, but I want to talk about how I actually do it. So Amy will come up with eight different ideas from the comments that come in on posts, from the types of questions we're getting in emails. Yeah, just like what I'm even seeing that's working really well. So it's like, these are the ideas that people want to hear about. Let's create them into reels. And then I record all of them in the same day. So you're like, how in the world is she doing this? There's no possible way. So let's break it down. So step one, I spend about 30 minutes watching reels on Instagram. And again, you might say, wait, Abby, like this is part of the job. And yes, it is. So in order to create, you need to think like a consumer. And I'm not someone who scrolls social media very much. So I make intentional time to consume for the purpose of creating. I'll save the audio that fits our vibe. And then I'll match it with some of the ideas that Amy came up with. Instagram makes it so easy because you can save the audio in different folders right in the app. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's I didn't so know that nice. either. I just have a whole big list of saved <laughs> yeah, ones. Me too. And then it's really hard to figure out which one is which. Like, wait yeah. a minute, hold on here. You can also, if you're like, I want to make this real right now, you can also use the audio and create it right then and there. However, I don't recommend that because step two is I grab all the videos and photos that I need. So instead of creating one at a time, start to finish, I find that takes more time. So if I'm actually batching content, I grab every video that I can. So Amy and Kat, you guys got multiple messages one Friday (laughs) as I was gearing up for creating because I needed a picture of one of you snuggling with your kids. I needed one of our VA waving at the camera. I needed a video of somebody working with a baby on their lap. So then what I do, step three is I also record all fresh content on that same day. So I make sure that I'm showered. I throw on extra mascara for confidence. And then I also grab several outfits. And you may be wondering, okay, wait, why all these outfits? Well, even though I'm recording them all at once, as a consumer, I want you to feel like it's fresh and in the moment. So I'll record a video change my outfit, change the location throughout, and that way it feels fresh. I also do these outfit changes when creating story content all on the same day. And Amy's going to dive into that a little bit more in this episode, so I won't steal her thunder there. But step four then is actually creating the reels. So once I know the overall idea, have chosen the audio and have the video saved to my phone, I'm able to create those reels pretty quickly. So I was able to pull together reels for three different Instagram accounts for the entire month of March, all while driving home. It was an hour and a half. Colin was driving. He wanted to listen to a podcast. I created the reels and it just felt so good to get all of those done at the exact same time. And batching with this system, you guys, it's an awesome way to conserve your mental energy. So if you're always creating one post at a time, I mean, we were doing that for a while and it can be exhausting. You feel like you're on this hamster wheel of always needing to create more content. And that's just a recipe for burnout. Yeah, I think too, for beginners and what we teach in Purposeful Business is that when you are doing it one at a time and then you post it, you're so committed to how it does. Yeah, yeah, And you can be like, I just spent three hours on a reel and it got 
1000 views. Are you freaking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Whereas batching, I really feel like, you know, you have an arsenal and you're like, okay, I'm going to put this one up yep. and then I know I have the next one. So I always tell them every single person that has done Instagram for a period of time knows sometimes your posts are going to strike out and sometimes you're going to hit a home run. And with reels, especially, I find it's actually really hard to predict what's going to happen. Right. And you can spend a lot of time and think it's so good, have the perfect audio, and all of a sudden it's a flop. You're like, no, but you have another. Yeah. (laughs) Don't erase it. Don't take it down. Keep on going. Like it's all part of the game. And speaking of reels, if it does take you three hours to make your first one, that's okay. Yes, it legit probably yes. took me an entire day to oh, make yeah, my first one. Sure. I'm not even kidding. I'm a beginner here. It took me so long. So when you hear Abby be like, I did like 10 in an hour and a half. Now. She is like expert level now. <laughs> yeah. And she's really good and efficient. But don't let that intimidate you because the first time I did a reel, I'm not even kidding you. It was like a full work day. But now it feels fun to me and it feels a lot lighter, a lot easier because I had that experience of playing around with it for eight hours. Right. Exactly. Back to our system. I'm in charge of the Wednesday post and I use the exact same approach. We brainstorm ideas and then I batch create so I don't have to worry about it for another month or so. We know what episodes are coming out and which date each one is going to air. So we're able to coordinate our content and further serve our episodes. We have this amazing spreadsheet that Abby has created and really kind of owns. I love spreadsheets. She she loves them. She's good at them. (laughs) And we keep track of all of our episodes so that we're all on the same page with our editor. And we can go in there and see what's coming. In fact, right now, we have the next eight episodes planned. So we're two months out. If you're going to have a vehicle like a podcast, or even if you're going to serve on Instagram Live, it's really smart to prep your audience for what's coming and then build content around that. You don't want things to feel like a one-off. Rather, you want your topics and content calendar to really make sense. We've just implemented this new strategy, but it already feels so much better because we know exactly who is going to do what. And we even got so tangible as to talk about what our Instagram stories would look like every day of the week. I was just talking to our purposeful business students about batching and creating a content calendar for their Instagram stories. One of them, she has this very demanding full-time job. And what I think happens is that people feel like Instagram stories, they feel so in the moment. They feel so fresh. When Abby is creating Instagram stories ahead of time and changing her clothes, nobody except for her knows that that story is getting posted on a different day than she recorded it. But to her life, the batching, even for Instagram stories, feels so much better than having to every single day feel like she's camera ready, feel like her energy is right. Like that can be an energy suck. And that is something that all three of us really felt inside of this business. So now we each know what day we are in charge of as far as Instagram stories. And so we're able to prepare ahead of time and make sure that that doesn't feel quite as draining as it once did. And that's been a huge game changer for me personally. Abby taught me that trick of pre-recording them because I have really little kids. And so I remember when we first started our business, Eleanor, my youngest, was up like all night. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get on stories. And I have these bags under my eyes. And I'm going to have to shower. And so now it's like, okay, it's already ready to go. And it feels so good just to hit upload on that 
pre-recorded one and I don't have to worry about it when I'm still in my pajamas. Yeah. And Abby and I have been doing Instagram for a long time now. And sometimes we'll be like, we have these conversations like, is this the rest of our life? Like we're just going to literally be on Instagram stories seven days a week, 365. That's not where either of us feel like we want our lives to go. So some of these batching hacks really feel good. But the three of us also put boundaries around Instagram. You guys can see Saturday, Sunday, we don't post on our business accounts. Like we just feel like we deserve time off. And I think some people can get into the mindset of like, that's going to really kill their engagement, all of that. And we're like, yes, and A, it doesn't usually, Mm -hmm. but B, like it's more important that we live in alignment. We spend time with our kids. We spend time with our partners rather than posting on the weekends. Because the thing about Instagram is it's not just posting. It's the fact that then you get a bunch of replies. And to make sure you're building that two-way connection, you want to try to reply back to these people that are saying something to you. So, But getting back to one of our students, she does Working Moms Inc. So something that I would really highly recommend is that they have a topic for every day of the week. So on Monday, for example, We find that people are usually having a really hard time getting back into their work week. No one wants to be hit on Monday with like this super crazy post. It's usually like they're just working their way back in. So maybe she would do something like a question box that says, what's the most Monday thing that happened in your working mom life today? That would be an opportunity where she's having her community kind of doing the content for her and making her community feel a big part of the message. People are also going to super relate to whatever other Mm -hmm. people are saying. So that's when I work in some of the Instagram native features like polls, quizzes, things like that. But then think about that from every Monday on, especially if it's working, you know what you're posting on Monday. That makes life way easier. So then on Tuesday, you know that people are early in their week. They're usually more energetic. They're definitely in work mode by now. So I would hit them with like a productivity or time management tip. Again, she's serving working moms. So I'd really make sure that my content was serving them. If you know your content calendar, when you go to create, you always know where you're going rather than if you're starting from scratch each time, it definitely feels like a freaking slow burn. You're just like, okay, what do people even care about? What am I going to do today? I'm saying it's very energy demanding if you don't have a plan. And that's coming from me, a person that like <laughs> lives life without a plan. As a team, we also give each other space to be ourselves. Kat and Abby, on Mondays and on Wednesdays, they're going to plan way further in advance than I'm going to plan. Like I just know that to be true, but they're not asking to see every Thursday post for the next month. Like They know I'm in charge of that. I've never not delivered. It's going to be there. But I just really like to more get a sense of what I feel like people need. I'm like the more empathetic, emotional feeler of the group. So I don't like to work too far ahead because usually my posts are more speaking to that side of what the community needs. 
And I like that we have both sides of it. We have the structure and the strategy earlier on in the week so that we know we can execute and not have to be working on the weekends. And then we have the feeler and the empathy that comes from you later in the week based on the responses that we're already getting. So it's just a really nice way to have the content always going for our clients. I wanted to, for a quick second to go back to Reels. I was just talking to my friend, Vanessa Marin, who's been on the podcast and has an awesome social media account. If you're looking for people that are doing it well and having success on social media, and I'm not talking about likes and comments, I'm talking about what they're doing on social is translating to their business being profitable and being a really healthy revenue stream. I was talking to her and she was saying, they also take Abby's approach. They batch create content. The only thing they've run into is sometimes if they're using a trending audio, when they go to use it, it's already too late. It's past its prime. It's past due. So Abby's learned you really want to look for audios that have been used 5,000 to 10,000 times. If they're up in like the 50,000 or whatever plus, then people are kind of sick of that audio, like it's past its prime. So when you're thinking of batching reels, that's one thing that you have to think about. If you have one that's on its way up, you can tell people are really using that. Use that early. Don't sit on that one. So they've kind of built that into their strategy. But if you're using original audio of your own, obviously you're good to go. But that's one note I would think about when I'm batching reels. And Instagram makes it easy by having a little upward arrow. So when you go right into the audio, you can see at the top, there's an upward arrow saying this is trending and it'll say 4,000, 9,000, 50,000. And so you can see from that. So look for the upward arrow because, you know, people are starting to use it. They're using it often. So it's exciting. But don't look for the ones just like Amy said, look for the ones in that five to 10 because it's not overused. Unlike fashion for a lot of us, <laughs> you want to jump on the trend early, early. Mm -hmm. because otherwise the trend's going to die. Mm -hmm. So when we are putting our content out into the world, we'll use the original audio for ones that are later because the ones that we're doing with the trending audio, we'll use those ones first because then mm -hmm. they won't be too old later on. So another batching tip there. Switching gears a little bit. As you all know, we're a little more than halfway through our Purposeful Business course. And since we decided to do a drip schedule, we're still in the throes of finalizing modules before they're delivered to our students. And this definitely keeps us busy. And we've perfected our system for who does what and when so that we're all feeling good and staying ahead of schedule. We're serving our students in a really big way. We have a Facebook community, so we're making sure that we're always answering their questions in there. It's really big for us to deliver on our promise and to make sure that our students know how much their investment in us means by investing time back into each of their journeys. So a lot of our work this month is with our students, and that feels perfect to us. Yeah. And as we're recording this, I'm actually in Madison with Amy and Abby. After we're done recording, we are really going to plan out the next couple of months of our business, including our second launch of Purposeful Business. So with the feedback and experience of our beta students, we are going to relaunch again in April 2022. One of the main things that's important to us, and frankly, a huge driver of why we wanted to work for ourselves in the first place is time freedom. So it's really important for each of us to understand what a manageable workload is so that our business feels fun and it's sustainable. Right now, we're using what I call a live launch model for launching purposeful business. And this is really helpful when it comes to first launching a product because you get to receive that direct feedback from your customers. And right now, we are coaching live in the group, which even allows us to have that direct interaction with our customers to ensure that our content is landing and that they're getting the most out of it. 
However, I could really see us long-term moving to an evergreen model for launching. I don't think we'd do this anytime soon, but I could see that being in our future. And evergreen means that the program is always available and we'd create a strategic sales funnel to bring students into it. So evergreen has some advantages, especially around time freedom, which I said is a huge value of ours. So that makes us interested in it. However, live launching is more of an experience for your audience and it can create a larger cash injection. So it's not that one is better than the other. They both have their place. They can both be used simultaneously, but we know time freedom is so important to us. So that is what is intriguing to us about that model. So the piece that's going to need to be finalized before we move to this model is what our pre-launch event is. So that's something like a webinar or a challenge that happens before you open the card. So you want to make sure that that pre-launch event converts. You want to make sure that people had a great experience and that people are signing up from that launch event before you evergreen it and start potentially putting paid ads into sending leads to it. Yeah. And Kat spends about a long time (laughs) talking about launches Mm -hmm. in purposeful business. Buckle up. (laughs) Yeah. If you're like, whoa, that went way over my head. I don't really get it. Kat breaks down every single type of launch inside purposeful business. So that's a place where you could get a ton more information. You'll basically get like a college degree in live launching. <laughs> it's 98 slides, you guys. To be exact, there's 98 yeah, slides. I kept asking Abby, I'm like, is this too much? And then she's like, no, this is literally everything anyone is going to need to launch for the rest of their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is great because they can always come back to it because as all three of us have experienced, sometimes you think one thing is what you want to do and in a different season of your life, of your motherhood, a different way is what you actually are going to want to do. So the purpose of this episode is really that all three of us would encourage you guys to think about your workload. Even if you are a one-person show, what is sustainable right now? What is not sustainable? Where could your systems get better so that things could feel more sustainable? Maybe there's some things that you need to delete. Like you're one person, you're like, I cannot do this all. I'm not going to try to focus on TikTok and Instagram. Just as an example, I'm going to focus on one and I'm going to give myself the freedom to feel like that is a good choice. And I don't have to try to keep up with everyone and every place that they're going. I think that's really important to feel very confident that you are doing what you can do right now. And maybe in the future, you're going to expand, but whatever you're doing right now, do it well. And that's what we decided on Instagram. We're like, obviously, let's use reels right now. Like you have to. Let's make sure that's part of our strategy. Let's make sure that Cat's Wednesday posts are part of our strategy. Those are more needle movers right now on Instagram. And that's just looking at your analytics. We tell our students, look at the numbers. Let numbers lead you. Don't be afraid of numbers. Go in there. See what's working. See what's not working just a gentle nudge to move to a place that feels more sustainable because all three of us know that's where we need to be. We've got a lot of little kids. Like We can't have the stress of the constant, what are we going to post today? What are we going to post tomorrow? And so that's really come up for us this past month. One thing with Cat in Town that we just decided is the date 
that purposeful business is going to launch. And that is going to be April 18th, the next cohort, the next time that you'll be able to buy our course will go on sale that day. So if you are not already on the wait list, and this is making you excited to get on it, jump on that because you will be the first to get information and the first that will be able to buy. 